you can't fix. If you can't fix what's broken, you'll, uh, you'll go instead. It's Jay and Adam. It's Previewed. It's Previewed's Fix It with Adam and Jay. Hey, pages! Oh, welcome to Fix It, where friends don't let friends fix pop culture alone. I'm Adam. And I'm Jay. And you're... Our Vlistner. Well, hey there, Vlisters. Merry Switchmas. Oh, 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 No gasa, no Chewbacca, Switchmas. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, hop, uh, Jabba the Hutt does not celebrate Life Day. No. They are they, they are Switchmas uh, adherents. I mean, they'll still sell you all the all the decorations. Oh, of, of you course, need. Oh, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're bus- they're bu- they're business slugs first and foremost. <laughs> first and foremost, those oh. huts those huts are all about the almighty dollar or the almighty credit. I, I was suppose. about to say gold pre- gold pressed latinum, but that is Star Trek. <laughs> gold pressed latinum. Mm-hmm. That's what the is that their that's money? What, that's Ferengi's money. Yeah. That's, that's that, that is the that is the currency of the Alpha Quadrant. But since the Federation uh, is a social society of in a utopia that works and doesn't have money because it doesn't need it uh they don't really use Wait, there's money. no money in the federation nope they can it's... get funds to buy things from people who use but inside the uh, federation they're they don't there's no money because why we have everything we need we don't need to pay for anything because we just have replicators to be like people pop up thing they have the ability to transport people through the galaxy, and that is the most unbelievable thing about no Star currency? Trek. Just no, man, you know, maybe capitalism is just too far ingrained in me, man. Maybe I'm too far gone. I think you're I too far even, gone. Ah, oh, man, what are we, uh, uh, there's no place for me in this in the in the Federation. There was a TNG episode about them unfreezing some people that froze themselves in like you know the '90s, and one of the guys was like a huge venture capitalist. Who had a lot of money. He's like, what do you mean there's no money in the future? He's like, yeah, we don't need it anymore because there's no scarcity. We just got, we have everything we need. So there's no need for currency. And this man does not handle it well. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. But of course, like the Ferengi show up. So <laughs> like, right, he's right. got some information like, ah, I know I'm, I'm businessman. All right. This is not a short truck podcast. <laughs> I, it is now, everybody. Welcome to Fix It, where we fix old episodes of TNG. Live like, long and prosper. Like masks. We got to fix that episode. Ooh, boy. Yeah, so many episodes. Mostly the ones where they go on the holodeck the whole time. Get out of there. I'm <laughs> Not Moriarty's I, interesting, I, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, he's in a cube on a t- on a desk. Neat. Anyways, <laughs> this is our podcast. Fix it. I'm Jay. That's Adam, our resident uh, Ferengi expert. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> if it's your first time uh, listening to the show, uh, you may or may not know Adam and I uh, from from the pinnacle Ooh. of all content. Wow. The gold standard mm-hmm. of reaction content on YouTube. You may know us from our reaction channel, uh, Previewed, where we react, review, and riff to all sorts of things on the internet, mostly nerd content. But we're thinking about moving into um, uh, 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 newspaper cartoons. We're like, watch the guys react to this week's Family Circus. How we laugh and laugh. We had a good, ch- We have a good chuckle. We sip our coffee and we talk <laughs> yeah, yeah. about. <laughs> Can you believe what's going on? 
Those damn Ki- kids. Kids man. nowadays, the, the youths. I've got to figure out that word jumble. <laughs> you may know us from there. This is our show, Fix It, where uh, each week, Adam and I, uh, we take a piece of pop culture that maybe missed the mark, maybe didn't quite get there, maybe needs just a tad bit of help, and we fix it. Uh, this is actually kind of a, a different format of, for us today. We're kicking off our Switchmas season. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for those of you who don't know, we uh, Switchmas is our holiday spectacular uh, season. <laughs> yes. Uh, o- over at Previewed, where uh, it was named after the Christmas Switch. And Slash, it's, you also wanted to switch for Christmas. I wanted to switch for Christmas. Two things merged. We may come up. We came up with Switchmas. Yeah, but I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I like to. I like to like edit out that part because it just makes me sound like. Well, Jay, uh, capitalism is a great. Why did you so name deep. this holiday Switchmas? It's like, well, I, as a thirty-four-year-old man, really wanted the new Nintendo. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I don't know. It just felt really weird. Um, <laughs> but for our Switchmas spectacular, we're kicking off the season uh, correctly. Um, we are, we're not necessarily fixing a film. We're per not se. fixing this up, this, uh, this movie th- because this movie is, I would argue for its genre, mm-hmm. one of the perfect examples of a perfect movie. Yes. This movie really needs no changing. Uh, we are, we are focusing all of our attention on die hard. The, the classic, the first one, the first one, the OG, the, in my opinion, the best action movie ever made. Well, I think this is one of the main reasons we have action movies the way we have them now is because of this percent. movie. Um, now, I wish you like, why, why are you talking about this now? Well, there is a pretty hard debate that's been going on. I, I would say in, it's cul- heated, man. in culture at large mm-hmm. 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 and in our Discord server in particular, that the, the, the age old question is Die Hard. A Christmas movie. Now, uh, for those of you who may know us uh, in our opinions and have heard our opinions in the past, we are very staunchly on two sides of the coin. There are only two uh, sides. There are only two sides. And I am on one of them. And I am on the other. Mm-hmm. And so uh, today for our fix, we are going to be turning Die Hard to what we think it should, to what to the extent to which we should think it be. To make it actually a Christmas movie. Yes, we're going to adjust a couple things in the movie so the debate is over that Die Hard is now a Christmas movie. Undebatable, it's a Christmas movie. A couple of details. I'm on team. It's already a Christmas movie. You don't have to touch it. Jay, clearly on the it's not. Here's the thing. I am on. I am staunchly. It is not a Christmas movie, and I am staunchly in the opinion of it doesn't need to be a Christmas movie to be a good movie. It does not need to be a Christmas movie, at, at all. But, but our fixes are going to be. Okay, but we needed an episode this week. Gonna, darn it! We're just going to adjust a couple of the little things here and there, so the debate is over. Make it for for everyone can agree upon. Ironclad. This is now a Christmas movie. Okay. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Uh, okay. I have not heard a compelling argument for Die Hard as it stands right now. I have never in all of the, and I have talked to a lot of people about this. Okay. I have never heard a compelling argument as to why Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Well, first question then, are you even open to the idea? Because if you talk to all these people, are you, you might just be too ironclad in your stance. It's uh, can I be completely frank? And I feel like I'm gonna alienate a lot of people here. And I feel like I don't think I'm talking out of pocket. To me, 
the people who are really in who are like really aggressively in camp Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Okay. It like it's like the I love bacon t-shirt of a pen, kind of opinions. It's like a the a Chuck Norris joke of holiday opinion. Oh. It's like kind of like like ah bacon flavored you right bacon guys oh, like you know okay. what i mean it's a it's there's a cringe to it they're in not, a way they're not earnest in their opinion it's there's a little bit of irony to it oh okay. in a way that like they may hold the belief but it's like there's it's a little bit they just want to they want to just poke the person i think yeah. they're trying to irk folks i oh. think they're trying to get a rise no, out no, of I, folks. D- I honestly believe it's already a christmas movie all right so, so no, i'm not trying to be irksome like no, no i'm gonna and i'm not trying and i'm not trying to be oh. you know stick in the mud jay schmidt i like a you, good you, debate and you usually are i'm sticking the mud jay schmidt you take a stick you put it in the mud and then you summon me by saying my name thrice and then i appear <laughs> on the stick <laughs> well, from right the up. stick in the mud with the stick up right my butt, up my yeah, butt. butt. yep Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I don't know who this voice is, but I like him. This guy makes a mean hush puppy. If you can get him off that stick, he <laughs> sure does. Get him off that stick. <laughs> uh, but before, okay, before we dive into, before we dive into this, because this is gonna, I have a feeling this is gonna get heated and get a little nuts. It Adam, might. How are you doing? I am doing. I'm doing all right. Actually, I'm doing. Okay, so it was interesting. Okay. So we just got through the first of the two holiday seasons that are pretty much back-to-back yeah. with Thanksgiving. And Andor ended, and we did the Guardians uh, holiday special. Both of those episodes were fantastic. Those were really good. Andor is an amazing show. And then we just like, okay, well, what's next? Well, okay, Willow's coming out. And that's going to be, well, okay, two episodes on the first day. Oh. Um, but, another, you know, an episode a day for the next couple weeks. Okay, cool. But, like, boy, December's kind of empty. Huh. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, unbeknownst to us, Brazil's Comic-Con happened. <laughs> and uh, Avatar The Way of Water comes the way out. Of water. The Way of Water. The Way of Water. Way of Water. Comes out in a couple weeks. And everyone's like, hey, there's probably going to be a whole bunch of trailers for all the stuff that's coming out next year. Because it's going to be a lot. And now's the per- time to get these trailers out because... They're banking on everyone going to see Avatar, The Way of Water, in a couple weeks, and they want to get those trailers out ahead of that movie. Yeah. We're like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I was in a kind of a weird, boy, what are we, we're just going to be working a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff this month, because last year, like, at this time, we were really busy, and, like, yeah. those stuff, like, I think it was, like, Witcher was coming out, and, like, uh-huh. Cobra Kai was in a couple weeks, like, oh, man, this is in Christmas, like, oh, 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 and now it's just like, oh, it's just, it's got the one show, and, like, nothing else is really going on. Yeah, weird. We got the one, we got Willow, and no one's watching Willow. Nobody watched. Hey guys, watch the. Are you watching? Watch Willow. It's, the first episode was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No oh my one, god. I don't think anyone really likes uh, or is really caring about Willow. Um, but there was this general sense of like, oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll just you know get ready for next year, and we got stuff. We got stuff to talk about and figure out and all sorts of things. Absolutely. But then, as we were, what we were doing yesterday. <laughs> so much happened yesterday. Oh, we did the Palooza. Yeah. We taped a Palooza in the morning. I was like, great, fantastic. Jay went home. He was going about to go stream in a couple hours. I needed to edit do the Palooza because I was going to get it out that afternoon. And then all of a sudden, God, oh my God, Transformers <laughs> dropped the trailer. It's like I didn't even realize there was a Transformers movie. I didn't being know made. either. Hey Jay, come back over. It's three o'clock. Okay, great. Come back over. Boop. Great, nailed it. Okay, Jay's gonna. Right, I'm gonna go stream. Great. I'll knock this thing out. Boop, boop, boop. I'll, I'll the Indiana Jones trailer. 
And it was just a, a three-pronged of, okay, we're done. Oh, we're not? Okay. And just like, oh, yeah, last night after we got done with everything and everything was out and you were streaming, and I was like, yeah, all the, you know, people were watching, everyone was having a good time watching the stuff. It's like, yeah. here, we haven't had this in a, in a little bit, about a minute of like excitement. Yes. Of a, everyone like, this, we, yes. Yeah. Because like Andor is, was probably one of the best shows of the year. If 100%. not the best. Was it good reaction content totally? Uh, not exactly. Not exactly. We, which is fine. Which is nothing. That's not what the show was supposed to be. No. And that's fine because it was still great. But like we haven't really had, I guess I really haven't felt a communal. Hey, a thing. Everyone's excited. Since, yeah. Like, the discord was, was hopping. Yeah. Like straight. Like a lot of people showed hopping. up to stream. Yes. Like everyone was excited to like, be around and talk about stuff and it was yeah there are certain days where it just like it feels like a preview day mm-hmm. whereas other days it's like oh we put out an episode hope you liked it yeah like oh we'll we, see you oh, tomorrow we this was great we did a lot of good bits in this one this is like, yeah how's the how's the dragon like oh this is great and that's one thing i think we are, are really fun. good at as content creators is that i feel like we let folks in on our process enough that they feel like they're part of our day in a way. Well, that was one of the fun things that I enjoyed when people were just like, I love the story arc of the beginning of Indy <laughs> yes. to the end of when Guardians came out. You can, you can just see <laughs> how much ahead. I was like, all right. Uh, are we done yet? Because like... We yeah, got, I got the plues out today, and it, well, some someone wrote today, like, and it was like, oh, uh, this video came out four thousand nine hundred and twenty-two hours after Adam <laughs> thought it was going to be out. <laughs> I was like, that's right, I thought it was going to be out yesterday. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but like, we haven't really had a in like pop culture, I guess, or just you know, nerd culture of like a hey, yeah. since like honestly, maybe the end of Obi Wan. Yeah, that it's was the last months. time where it felt like where everyone was. On the same page, enjoying a thing. Yeah. Because then after that was like Miss Marvel and She-Hulk and House of the Dragon and like good it stuff. It hasn't felt like that since the but, Obi-Wan trailer dropped out of nowhere. Yeah. Like that. But people were opinionated about all those other shows. Yeah. And not it wasn't every, everyone was like, well, I didn't really like it. Well, this is fine. But like, everyone was like a little bickering. Like, oh, this is rough to watch. Like, yeah, it is. But like, we got some good bits. But like, man, no, yesterday, no, no, none of that. It's just, <laughs> yeah. Oh, maximals. Yeah. Ah! It was one of those. That, yeah. Like I even streamed for way longer than I normally do because we were just having fun. Like it's the kind of it's those are the days that it's crazy easy to to just like do and and make a bunch of stuff because it's like everyone's. Well, you're feeding off the energy of the crowd. Hundred percent. And like we, we were able to do that on stage when we we're doing comedy and stuff like that. But yeah. like we can still we can do that when you're streaming because you can just kind of like you can feel the buzz. Yeah, in you chat. can just like feel it. Yeah. Yeah, and we just haven't had one of those days in in a really long time. Yeah. So it felt good to be like, I was exhausted by the time <laughs> Guardians came out. Dude. But like, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, man, views, and this is, everyone's having fun, look at all this stuff. Ah, it feels good. I'm exhausted, but yeah. I feel good. I got censored. Come here, like, how long have you been online? And we're like, a long time. <laughs> She's like, are you, are you done? And I was like... Yes. <laughs> She's like, okay, it's time for you to be done. <laughs> like, which is very rare where she comes in and she goes, hey. 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 Were, were, you, and you, were you done streaming at that point? Or? Oh, it was the perfect. We found like the perfect, uh, perfect like log off moment. But it was just like, <laughs> you know, we need, we need, we need these wonderful women in our lives sometimes to be like, hey, hey. How you doing? Maybe, maybe, maybe no more. Maybe, maybe we'll be done now. All right. So I'm good. Yeah. You're good. I'm great, baby. Awesome. 
I'm great. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm struggle busting here and there, but like nothing that, you know, nothing that's going to kill me. Uh, okay. You know, no, that's good. Nothing lethal. <laughs> you know? Oh, no. Look at me. Ah! Look at me. <laughs> um, uh, all right. I think it's time. You want to get into it. I really do. Okay. I really do. Because <laughs> I'm like, really? Because you just seem so like calm and collected about everything. Yeah. Um, but I think, honestly, before I think we launch into it, I think sure. this is the perfect opportunity. Maybe Brian can hit us with a little of that beautiful... Oh, that'd be great. A little of that beautiful bean fun fact diehard footage. Hans, booby. Today we are trying to add a little bit more holiday spirit to 1988's Die Hard. Directed by John McTiernan and written by Jeb Stewart and Stephen E. D'Souza, Die Hard is based on the book Nothing Lasts Forever by Roderick Thorpe and had a budget of $25 to $35 million and made around $140 million. This movie stars Bruce Willis, Alan Rickman, Bonnie Bedelia, and Reginald Vell Johnson. Hell yeah, Carl Winslow. Since Die Hard was based on the novel sequel to the detective film from 1968 starring Frank Sinatra, the studio was contractually obligated to offer Frank Sinatra this role. He was 70 years old. He declined. And then the studio offered it to Sylvester Stallone, Richard Gere, Clint Eastwood, Harrison Ford, Burt Reynolds, Nick Nolte, Mel Gibson, Don Johnson, Richard Dean Anderson, Paul Newman, James Caan, and Al Pacino. Bruce Willis actually had to turn it down because of his obligations to the TV show he was on, Moonlighting. But once his co-star Sybil Shepard got pregnant, production shut down and he was able to do the movie. In total, there are five Die Hard movies. Die Hard, Die Hard 2, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Live Free or Die Hard, A Good Day to Die Hard. And most of those probably do need fixes. But this one, if you care, has a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Anyway, yippee Kaye, back to you, gentlemen. Thanks, Brian. Wow, Brian. Oh, man. Way to check out that Wayback Machine and find out all that info. Oh, my gosh. And the puppets you involved? That was insane. That was so creative. All the different voices you came up with. Oh, them? my goodness. Wow. And it was all, and it all rhymed. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I am big pentameter. <laughs> ah. Taking it to another level. Regular old Shakespeare over here. You know? Now, I guess maybe we should also ask Brian what side of the coin he's on. Oh, yeah. Because there's three of us here. Hey, Brian, what side of the debate are you on? Okay, so I fall on the side that says it is a Christmas movie, but barely. I understand that people say that this is just an action movie that happens to take place at Christmas, but I think there's something to be said about the fact that everybody was at home except for this party. I think there's something to be said about, you know, trying to get back together for his wife. I don't think he would have flown out for like an Easter party. Could the movie be more direct in its Christmas ties thematically? Probably. But, like, I think of it this way. If you're celebrating Christmas in, like, Hawaii or California where it's warm, you look around and you can feel the holiday spirit, but it isn't heavy-handedly, like, snowing and feels like an East Coast Christmas. That's kind of how I think about it. Weird analogy. I know. Back to you, gentlemen. Good. I told you he's on my side. Good. I told you. That's right. I knew it. He's on my team. I, I, f- I, I felt it uh, in my bones. In my bones. <laughs> well, I felt it in my beans, oh, Jay. I felt it in my beans. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, the harvest of beans is coming, and I feel it inside. All right, 
Now, do, do mm. you want me to try to defend my position first, or do you want to go it's first? It's just not a Christmas movie, dude. You need. Okay, it's just not for, okay, a Christmas movie. So, first off, then, you need to describe what parameters need to be met for it to be a Christmas movie. For a, for a movie to be a Christmas movie. According to Jay Schmidt. Someone has to learn a lesson that is influenced by either A, Christmas magic, or B, the Christmas or like the, the the Christmas spirit. Okay. Someone has to learn kindness. Someone has to learn the importance of family. Someone has to learn the the importance of like give of giving freely. That's what makes you know a Christmas Carol actually like a Christmas thing. It's that like Ebenezer Scrooge learns right. to. And now that I'm I'm talking about Scrooge, all I can think about is our conversation last week where you were just like, I was like, I feel like you're the type of person that like three ghosts would visit, and you just be like, Nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, no thanks. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine, thank you. But I'm the ghost of Christmas. Yeah, whatever. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm good. Deuces. <laughs> I mean, you can hang out if you want. Cool. That'd be sure, yeah. Um, you have to be influenced by... by Christmas has to like teach you a lesson in some way or another. Okay. Like, And in Die Hard, there's no... there's It happens to take place during Christmas. Okay. That's it. It's mm. at a Christmas party. It could be any kind of party. It could be any kind of party. In, in the argument that I'm using here, you could make Die Hard take place during St. Patrick's Day. Sure. It could be a St. Patrick's Day party. All of his little quips could be like, top of the morning to you. It, it could oh, be, you're right. You know what it I'm saying? Be. Like It could be, but it's not. So using that logic, it's just it's just not by use. Okay, using the, the Die Hard logic, Mallrats is an Easter movie. Okay, but by using that logic, by using Are that you just logic, looking at movies that take place during holidays. Yes. Okay. Yes, that don't make any sense. Using that logic, The Fugitive is a St. Patrick's Day movie. Oh, because the St. Patrick's Day parade that they run through. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm looking for more examples sure. right now. All right, right now. Mm-hmm. Using that logic, using that logic, uh, <laughs> using that logic. This is the worst example. Oh, <laughs> should I look at it first before you say it? Uh, uh, using that logic, the 1967 film The St. Valentine's Day Massacre <laughs> is a Valentine's <laughs> Day movie. And I think I just proved my point. That's horrible. It takes place during Valentine's Day. I, I, oh. I, you take your, take your favorite gal down to the, you know, have mm-hmm. a romantic dinner and then go see the Valentine's Day, you know? Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it's not, this, it doesn't. Well, earlier you just said you have to learn the, the value of family. From, in a Christmas, Christmas capacity. Yes. Yeah. And that's what exactly what this movie is all about. Okay. John is traveling to LA. Sure. For the express reason of saving his marriage. Yeah. And spending the holiday with his estranged wife and kids. Yes. He's going there to spend the holiday season and try to make it work with his wife. Okay. Sure. The party is also... There's a reason why the bad guys are attacking on Christmas Eve. Because there's a party. Because the boss will be there and there aren't anybody else in the building. Yeah. It could be any other party. It could be New Year's. But it helps that it is Christmas, specifically. But the main reason... Why? Elaborate on that. Well, if it's any other party, there's more people involved. No one... uh, During New Year's, 
there could be more people there, or maybe less. We don't know. But you're saying the boss wouldn't be there? No, probably not. You could just also just write that the boss is there. You could. Maybe the boss likes to party. You don't know. But the the boss is definitely (laughs) going to be there. Mr. Takagi loves Jaeger. (laughs) (laughs) Loves to party. But he's definitely going to be there for the Christmas party. (laughs) Fair enough. Okay. All right. But the main reason, the main reason I'm going to lean on here is because John is traveling there to try to make amends with his wife and make his marriage work because it is Christmas. And they are fighting in the beginning because, remember, they have that little talk and it kind of goes off the rails before Holly goes off to have her speech. Yeah. And John's like, come on, God, man. Ugh, John. And then the bad guys show up and then he runs out. But by the end of the movie, granted, could there be more? Sure. But by the end of the movie, after doing all of the things to save his wife, they both maybe realize, maybe without talking about it too much, because it's more of an action film of like family's really the most important thing. We both care about each other and we have kids. It's Christmas. We can make this work. They kiss and they go home to have Christmas with their family. Yeah, but no one actually says that. Mm. No one says she, uh, honestly, there's one line in it that could change it for everything. If she looked at him and said, Merry Christmas or like, what do you want to come home? You want to come home for Christmas? No one says that. She does say it at nah. the beginning. In the in the beginning. No, no, no. I'm saying at the end. I'm saying at the end. Because he said that he had he found up he could stay with a friend of his, who you know somebody cousin from you know somebody who from the force, who uh, who retired out here. And she's like, no, no, we have a guest room. You, you can stay with us. And he's like, you sure? He's like, yes, John. You need to be with your family. Like they are trying to make it work. Sure. I'm not saying this is the most Christmas of movies. I'm saying this slides in just, I'm say, but I'm, you but know, here's the thing. grabbing his this hat is before, a, the, this is a, before the, 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 thing, the, the door concept falls. of learning a family, like learning that family is important is not just a Christmas movie thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it has to be influenced by the concept of Christmas. Like I would argue that like, like we were talking about Hawkeye earlier, that mm. show has a, a more of a claim to being Christmas show because, because the concept is like, I need to get home in time for Christmas. Like that is a Christmas trope. What's John doing? He's trying to get home. He's trying to save for the, Christmas. He, no, he's just trying to stop the terrorists. He's only there to get home for Christmas. The only thing stopping him from going home with Holly. It's never implicitly said. To see his kids. It's not overt. Is Hans and the bad guys. You got to do a lot of leaning and a lot of reaching in order to get there. Not too much. It's it's, it's, within arm's reach. In a Christmas movie, it is overt. There is like a a snowflake landing on your nose and you go, what? Like an angel gets its wings. Like we have paper falling from the sky. It is basically snowing in L.A. at the end because there's paper falling all over the place. Mm-mm. It is a type of snow, Jay. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hearing it. It's. But here's you, the thing: you re, you refuse to change your mind. The- <laughs> you do. <laughs> I, I'm presenting a very good argument that I'm getting. I am getting across the. And way. I say nay. The edge of the, Jay. The edge of the football is over the line. That's a touchdown. I, I, the ball's no, not fully in, but no. the nose of the ball has crossed the threshold, and that's a touchdown. No, but I think, but I, but I would say that the receiver's foot is out of bounds when he catches it in the end zone. So, I, I'm. This is a running play, Jay. No. <laughs> running, look, <laughs> no one wants right to watch. Right up the middle. No one wants to watch a running plays. You grind it throw, out, baby. You throw that ball, baby. <laughs> Come on, Flutie. You. <laughs> 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 
Uh, <laughs> you know, no one, no one likes a running game. All right, we want to just running games win championships. Man. I know they do, and it's just it's just better. Like that's what my my frustrating thing about football is that like if you pl- actually like pl- if you play to your strengths and when you have a good defense, it's the worst sport to watch. That's boring. It's so boring. Yeah, there's such there's such amazing sportsmanship happening on the field, but it just it sucks. I mean, it's fun when like a quarterback gets tackled. Oh, sure, you get hit in the back. But you also, but I, you, do you feel this way too? Anytime like the quarterback gets tackled, it doesn't matter what team you're rooting for. You, you're kind of like, oh, you know, he was just trying to throw it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't be mean. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why. It just feels like it shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> oh. Well, it depends on the quarterback. Sometimes I can't break his leg, but like, yeah. Oh, but yeah. I mean, the quarterback oh, is so skinny as Trent com- Green com- compared to. <laughs> Those he linebackers. Femur. <laughs> he was supposed to be the saving grace for Kansas City that year. And it was that's why that's why preseason ball is is ridiculous. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're talking about diehard, darn it. I know this doesn't matter, but while Trent Green did play for the Kansas City Chiefs, he only hurt his knee during the preseason when he was playing with the St. Louis Rams. Okay, that's it. I just I okay. Back to non-sports things. The bad guys are humming Christmas carols throughout. There's Christmas puns throughout. I'm not saying this just this is spicing. This is spice on top of uh, on top of the uh, the Christmas cake here. I okay. Here's what I will admit to. There's carols going on. I feel like they're using Christmas music. No, that is no that is Ode, Ode to, to Joy. Joy. Ode is, to Joy is, is not, a Christmas. It is. I suppose maybe it is a little bit, but not really. Uh, but they play it as a celebratory noise for music as when the, the bad guys are achieving their goals. That is a really good sequence. Man, when we watch this movie with... He says Merry Christmas when they go crack open the safe. Yeah, that's true. I watched this movie with Discord a couple days ago. You did? <laughs> and even, like, I was just watching at my desk and taking notes and uh, other stuff. And uh, Kimberly came in and she was like... Because uh, I was just like laughing and like having a good time. Yeah. She came in. She's like, you having fun? I was like, God, this movie rules. <laughs> I, was like, this movie, I was like, this. I was it's like, it's very I just, good. I just had a smile from ear to ear. Yes. I was just like, this movie, this movie is, this movie is perfect. Like note for note, beat for beat. This movie is exactly what an action movie should be. Mm-hmm. It is so perfect. So like, why don't like I'm ragging on it, but like it's I'm ragging on it something completely unrelated to the fact that this movie. It's just... <laughs> this movie will stand the test of time. <laughs> I forgot. I like, And every time I watch it, I feel like I walk away with a new favorite part. <laughs> John, when John tells the chief of police that they just got butt-fucked on national television, I was like, that is so good. <laughs> You're not getting butt-fucked on national television. I was like, get him, John. Roast him. Roast him. Men are dead, but roast him. <laughs> Whoo! I shot a kid. <laughs> It's just that line delivery is the only part of the movie that I would change because there's a because the thing is like the rest of that like whole line is like really good and like you re, like he's really acting but like he just takes too long between the I shot a kid <laughs> into the rest of it that it's just like ah uh, you just you memed yourself <laughs> whoops <laughs> you gave well, yourself too didn't much know, they didn't know what memes were back in the day <laughs> they so. sure did not they really didn't shot a kid. <laughs> Oh man, it's man. a great movie. God, There's man. enough bad guys between John and the goal. There's enough of them getting, you know, trounced, you know, in order. 
Well, and also this was the first. I mean, granted, we didn't see this like when it came out in theaters. No, because uh, we were too I, young. I was too young too. Um, but this is like one of those. The fact that like he is John McClane gets the absolute crap kicked out of him in this movie. When he shows up at the end of the face-off with Hans, he looks like a gremlin. <laughs> like he looks like a hell spawn. His tank started white. And it ends black. Yeah. Oh, someone on Discord is saying like whoever did like the the continuity of that of of that tank top like should should have gotten an honorary Oscar because that's <laughs> just too much. Yeah, and it's like we we see some he, like a, a very like mortal person. Yes. Doing insane things, mm-hmm. and like the fact that like he gets taken out by like glass on the floor mm-hmm. is like a very human thing whereas like during this time frame like action movies were like Arnold Schwarzenegger being a superhero for an hour and a half yep whereas this is just like I am barely barely making it I should have died at least nine times like when he in the elevator sequence when he jumps and like lights on the thing I was just like that's he, there's no, no he, he should have fallen down that shaft yeah it's just like iconic moment after iconic moment <laughs> Well, there's a reason why people have like the, that ornament now of just John with the lighter being like, yeah, come to the coast, have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes! Yeah. You know why? You know why they hang it on the Christmas tree? Because they Die Hard's a Christmas movie. No, no, no. No, no. sorry. Again. Again, b- the, ball, is, the nose is, of the ball is, is over people, the line, that Jay. That is people cashing in on the fact that people just like being like, huh? Uh? <laughs> Anyways, I, I okay. I don't mean to be like I'm. I'm. I'm saying touchdown. I, I think you checked, put, you checked presented a legitimate. It's over the line. You've, you've presented by a legitimate. That much missed it by that much. No, it's over the line by that much. Just barely. It just barely scored, but it's a score nonetheless. You could just set this movie during any holiday, and it would be the same movie. But it is more fun since it's Christmas because he tapes the thing. I think it'd be pretty uh, fun with St. Patty's Day. He tapes tapes the gun to the back of his neck with wrapping paper tape. Yeah, the holiday tape, Christmas tape. Yeah, and come on, you, you can't, you couldn't do the. I have a machine gun now. And ho ho ho! At any other time, him taunting them. If it was a Halloween party. I have a machine gun. Happy Halloween! <laughs> 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 or no, trick or treat. Trick come or treat. on, man! Oh, you can trick do or treat. Trick I got a machine gun now, baby. <laughs> but maybe he's got a pumpkin on his head, and they take it off, and the Absolutely. guy's like, um, "Yeah, uh huh, okay, yeah, Easter." But there wouldn't be really a Halloween party yeah, going man. on that the boss would definitely be at. Easter the boss is definitely at a Christmas party. You don't know. You don't know what this boss is up to. I. You're right. I don't. You don't know. I Mr. Do Takagi's a freak, baby. He, he could be. He, maybe he loves Halloween. Mr. Takagi. Hans Gruber is one of the best bad guys of all time. A thousand percent. A thousand. Because he's so cool. Percent. He's charming. Yes. He is. The the descent into. It's one of my favorite things about this movie, having just recently rewatched it. You really get the feeling at the top of this movie that these guys know a thousand percent what they're doing. They, when Hans Gruber walks in and says, "Like, make no mistake, like we are in control," you're like, "Oh, they, they absolutely are. They absolutely are." Oh no! And it, how it slowly turns, like how they slowly disintegrate, is really, really interesting to watch. Well, they don't even really disintegrate until. 15 minutes before the movie ends. But it's a slow burn. Like things, like he's, and, and they're all like, keep it together. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's just like people like in a wobbly canoe, like, ah, I you mean, got it. Even after the, the roof explodes, they're still 
in control. Yeah. Like, yeah, they lost a bunch of guys at this point, but like they could have still made it out. Probably. Granted, at that point, Argyle, Argyle had crashed into the ambulance, but like they still pro- probably could have commandeered something or gotten out. Yeah. Like, I still believe that if the, any of them were still alive, especially if Hans were still alive by the end of the movie, he would have gotten out. Yeah. And the only reason why the big guy died is because he went to, uh, you know, shoot uh, Bruce Willis. If he didn't go shoot Bruce Willis, he would have been fine. He was Bruce Willis the whole time. He was Bruce Willis the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Oh, man. Um, shall we Shall we turn this into a Christmas movie? Let's make this a Christmas movie. <clears throat> okay. Do you want me to go first? I do. Okay. I do because, because I, I mean, presented such a good mm, case for that already. Yeah, is. I'm actually like I'm I'm ready for story time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, this is going to be a little bit different because uh, there's no again like we said we don't there's no fixing this movie. We're just going to take a couple things out real quick and add in a couple twists of just what's already happened. We're we're basically just going to be like running through the the events of the same the same events of the movie, but just like. Hey, this change this to this, and oh, this person's over here now, and this, this, and this happens. So, this isn't going to be too yeah. drastically different from what the actual movie is. But here we go, Die Hard, yeah, the Christmas movie. Same, same basic starting plate. We're on a plane. John's there. He's talking to the guy. He's like, "Hey, you know, if you got a thing, you take your, take your shoes off. You need to scrunch your shoes or whatever." He's like, oh, "Okay, share this fucking guy. Hey, whatever." That what an insane Buckwild thing to say to someone, another stranger on a on sure. a plane. Sure, well, I guess it was the '80s, so like <laughs> people talked about that. You know, people yeah. smoked. They carried guns on planes. Yeah, so they were all just they, doing coke in the bathrooms. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, popples. Have you seen those? They're weird. They're like. That's what people. That's what kid wants for Christmas this year. All right, whatever, baby. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Scooting and looting. <laughs> Cocaine bear. <laughs> but here's the first big difference of this movie. After John gets the, you know, it's like, oh yeah, you know, take your feet and make fists with your feet. He hears a couple kids sitting in the row behind him, and he goes, "Hey, Jack, Lucy, shut up. We're almost there." Because his kids are on the plane. Oh. And Jack and Lucy are not a toddler and a five-year-old. They're like 10 and 12. Okay. Lucy, they, they've aged. And remember, Jack's in Die Hard 4. His son's in the fourth movie. Oh, yeah. Right? Maybe. Or the fifth? Was there a fifth? I think there Brian, was. Brian, help! Brian! I know he was in one. Yeah, I think there he was would, a fifth one. Brian should know. He would probably know. John McClane's son is in the fifth movie from 2013, A Good Day to Die Hard. Jack is played by Jay Courtney. Now, his daughter is in the fourth one, Live for Your Die Hard from 2007. Lucy is played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Back to you, gentlemen. Good job, Brian. Thanks for that. Thanks, buddy. So, Jack is, and Jack is older. He's the older brother, because okay. Lucy was the one who answered the phone in the movie. Sure. And I was like, hi, mom. Oh, yeah. Man, man, man. Yeah. What would you say to your kids? Mommy, I want you to come home. Man, no. is there anything more satisfying when he punches that reporter in the face? That's real good. Mm-hmm. Like, screw you, dude. Anyways, so the kids are on the plane because they the kids stayed with John in this version in New okay. York because they're older and they didn't want to leave the city and their support system because they're in school. Yeah. They had people in the city that was helping them. Yes. Holly had it, got an opportunity at the... The whatever the company's Takagi. called. Takagi. Well, no, that, was that the name? No, the Nakatomi building. Well, the Nakato- it's the Nakatomi building, but is it the Nakatomi company? Yes, I or- believe so. Okay. But they got the boss's name is Takagi. 
I see. But I the real bosses the are over in Japan. Company. I always thought that Nakatomi was just the name of the building. I think well, they were building it. I see. I see. Yeah. So, anyways, so John, so in this version, John and Holly is in the same situation, but the kids stayed with John in New okay. York, and now John brought the kids out to L.A. to be with Holly for Christmas because we're still trying to make this marriage work, and yes. we're bringing the family, and we're trying to spend Christmas together. So that's the so that's basically the situation. So everything happens on the the the, the plane normally, but now we see the kids, and now they get picked up by Argyle. John's in the front seat with our guy while the kids are in the back kind of horsing around a little bit. John's like, guys, no, don't, that's, don't drink that. That's alcohol. That's not for you. <laughs> not, there's some coke in there, blah, blah, blah. But the same, like, uh, uh, backstory, all the stuff that John tells Argyle and Argyle's like, you know, I kind of, you know, I'm a bartender where I'm a taxi driver. Like, you know, he kind of gets the yeah. same information on John. We get the same information, but we got the kids, you know, messing around in the back. So there's a little bit more, a little bit more family information that comes sure. Um They pull up to the building and, you know, Argyle says, you know what, if, I, you know, I'm going to stay in the parking lot. I'm going to stay in the parking garage if this doesn't work out. And for whatever reason, you want to, I don't know, send the kids down or whatever. I'll, I can watch them if you want. I know you guys might need the time. But I'm going to charge you extra for babysitting. But just know I have a bunch of nieces and nephews, so I'm, I'm great with kids. John's like, okay, you're awfully nice. But okay. So he gets the card or whatever. Again. And then they go into the building. Yeah. Go, they meet the front desk guy. And he tries to, and then John tries to find Holly's name under McLean. Not there. So he looks up her maiden name. They do such a nice job in the movie of just like subtly telling you things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really. Mm. And so when John finds the ma- under her Holly under the maiden name, Lucy's like, "Wait, who's Holly Gennaro? I don't." And she's like, and John's like, "Well, that was your mo- that's your mom's maiden name before we got married." So does that mean that she's not my mommy anymore? Oh no, Lashy. And so and they take the express elevator up. John and the kids had this moment of. No, Lucy, Jack, listen, you, we will always be your parents, and we love you very much. I know your mom and I are having, we're trying to figure this whole thing out, but no matter what happens, you need to know that we are your parents, and we will love you. Yeah. So it's a nice little family moment, and it's the season. That's we're going to spend nice. Christmas together. And now let's all take off our shoes. <laughs> take off our shoes <laughs> and make little fists with our feet. <laughs> okay, so uh, John and the kids come up, show up to the party. Uh, they, they're looking for Holly, but she's off doing a thing. I just had the thought. Yes. Like, I, I imagine someone's reading, like, the end of the script and being like, well, why wouldn't he have his shoes on? All his glass? And so, like, the screener was like, why wouldn't he have his shoes on? I'll give you a reason. Like, some guy on the plane is just like, take your shoes off and scrunch your toes up, butthole. <laughs> there you go. There's your justification. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell me I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> That's tension. Check out the stakes. <laughs> What's this character's name? Does doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> He's plain guy. Shut up. <laughs> so they try to find Holly. Uh, she's not in her office because she's off doing a thing. And they meet Alex in <laughs> Holly's office, and Alex is actively doing coke <laughs> oh because remember like we they walk in and he's just like he's just he's coming. doing the like <laughs> yeah yeah but no no he we catch him a little bit further he has not he's he's just like oh <laughs> oh yeah oh hey and yeah, john he, so yeah. john's he's like still riding the chair lift up yeah 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 and so john's like what trying to hide you know trying to hide the kids or whatever and alex is of course is an ass to, to john and the kids uh and it's like oh holly's off someone new blah 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 and then Jack notices that Alex still has coke in his mustache and calls him out for it. And Alex does not appreciate Jack's frankness and says something like a little terse, little like, you know, like kind of like a, cause he's like a really nice and good business guy or whatever. But he, so it has like an underhead comment that Jack 
does not pick up on, but John yeah. sure does. Uh-huh. And so there's definitely like, oh, I'm about to punch this guy for stepping up to my kid. But that's when Holly comes in. And he defuses the situation and says hi to the kids. And it is awkward. Everything's really because they haven't been seeing each other like six months. And things are strained. And the kids are picking up on it. And it's like, hey. meanwhile, like we see the bad guys starting to come on into the building. Yeah, man. You know, they're, just, they're, they're driving in. Yeah. Back upstairs. Uh, John and Holly have that conversation again of John in the bathroom. You know, he's got his shirt off. His, his shoes are off now. The kids might be playing somewhere in the back. With their shoes off, too. Just, you're making little fists with their feet. Um, and they have that, you know, John, they're trying to figure it out. But, of course, they get fall right back into the old patterns. And they start arguing a little bit. And then they say, hey, hi, Holly. Um, it's time for, for you to give the speech. Oh, yeah. Holly goes out for the speech, leaving John and the kids in the office. We go back downstairs. The bad guys roll in. Same stuff here. All the the bad guys breaking in is all the same here. Yeah. Um, yeah, because there's no, it's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> it's yeah, like the, the guys just die hard. The guy, yeah, Holly, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Huey Lewis takes over. Like all, all of it's the same. They come up to the building, but this time we see Holly giving her speech, and the bad guys roll in as she's talking. Oh, yeah. It's like a good speech. Yeah, because they, they, they didn't show that all in the movie, but yeah. this time we're going to see a little bit of it, and then the bad guys roll in, and they take everybody hostage. And then John, of course, goes grabs his gun and is about to go see what happens. But he's like, oh, my kids are right here. And they go, okay, Jack, we talked about this. If whatever, whatever happens, you know, so like you need, you and you and your sister need to go hide. Yeah. And I'm going to go save mommy. And so, uh, and then she looks outside and sees all the bad guys kind of coming in. And he's like looking around and like, okay, wait, I, you know, assessing the situation before he's like, he turns back to Jack and he's like, what you need to wait five minutes. Hide. Wait five minutes. And if you see an opening, make your way down to the parking garage with Argyle. Oh, yeah. And then John runs out. And now, basically, the rest of the stuff, basically, the next situation basically all happens the same. The bad guys show up. They take everybody hostage. Uh, Jack and Lucy are hiding. John goes upstairs. He, you know, he confronts the guy, you know, up on that upper level, kills the first guy. They fall down stairs. He breaks his neck. But it was that weird little trot with the gun. Yes. <laughs> when he's like running through, he's like, I, it's like one of those things. He does it so confidently. You're like, is that like the tactical jog? Is that what you're supposed to do? Attack the jog? <laughs> um, so when Hans takes over or takes everyone hostage, mm-hmm. he, his, he, we actually like see a more of a full speech from him this time. Cause we saw a little bit of it, but like, I want him to talk a little bit more. And this time it's laced with a lot more Christmas stuff. Not in a hand handed way. Oh, are you saying Hans or sorry? Hans. Um, when Hans is when he's talking to all the when, hostages. To all the hostages. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. When gotcha, John's gotcha. talking about all, to all the hostages, his what he's talking about now is a little bit more Christmas themed, but a little bit more like someone has been a Grinch, and I'm going to show you what true holiday spirit is. It's not ham handed. He's not trying to make jokes, but he's like, there is a reason I'm here on Christmas. Yes. Now he doesn't divulge what it is, but you can sense that there is a Christmas reason. Why he and his crew are here. Oh. All right. Okay. John takes out the first guy upstairs. Meanwhile, they take Takagi off to the the conference room to get him. He's like, yo, we need you to give the uh, the code word to do the thing. And, of course, he doesn't. He's like, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you don't understand what you've done. I used to work for this company. I, my brother and I were in the security department in, like, Germany's branch of this building. Okay. But we discovered that you guys stopped giving us our Christmas bonuses five, six years back. 
Because you kept promising us that we would get, you know, the company's been doing very well. We're all aware of that. But you just stopped giving us money at the end of the year, money that we needed to survive. Yeah. Money, especially, that you know, especially like in you know, West Germany, like we needed, we needed those funds. This is the, um, this is the Christmas vacation plan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You just kept giving us jellies. And yeah. no, we didn't want, you promised us, we wanted pools. <laughs> but like my brother and I, we have families and you didn't support us. Yeah, and especially when he's like walking through the room, you see all those models of all the like the things that like we the, like we see the company doing well, and you mm-hmm. guys keep crying poverty that you can't do bonuses. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's nice to see all these models of all the uh, the projects you guys were dumping money in. That uh, you know, it's nice that you guys were uh, pouring money back into the company to build these projects. It, so it's kind of the same vibe, but with a Christmas slant. It would have been nice if you actually you know invest instead of investing back into the business, you invested in your people. Yeah, but. You know, you decided to, you, you and the board or whatever decided to, you know, be a Grinch and like take, you know, take the money for yourselves. Gotcha. And that's, uh, that's not going to happen anymore. Our families need, you know, need this money. And that's exactly what we're here to do. We're taking back what's rightfully ours. Yeah. With interest. Give us the, give us the code. I don't know the code. Oh, okay. Well, well, there's another way we can do this. Bam. Shoot some. Same thing. Head explodes and, you know, the, uh, Blood on the the mirror or on the on the, door, on the glass door. The yeah. John, John sees all the stuff and runs away. Oh, that's when he, John. That's what John runs away and takes up the first guy and's like, I have, I have a machine gun now. Oh, all that stuff's the same. Um, so John heads to the roof, and we made this when he has a little walkie talkie now to try to call the cops. Uh, he he does. Uh, and but this time it's a little bit more Christmas lace. Like, lady, I'm not up here trying to direct uh, Rudolph. I need we need the cops down here immediately. Uh, meanwhile, Holly's downstairs realizing her kids are still missing. Like they're not a part of the people who are congregated into the, that open floor plan. And so she's just like, oh, God. <clears throat> oh, people in here saw my kids show up. But like, cool. Everyone's like really cool right now. Know everyone's kind of worried about themselves, but she's just trying to play it cool yeah. because she knows her kids are not among everyone here. So she's trying to not give away that there is leverage available. Yeah. Because Holly's, everyone here in this movie is very smart. No one's no one's well, dumb in this that's movie. That's the funny thing is that like when Koki McGee goes to talk to Hans, <laughs> you actually kind of start to respect him because it's like he's trying to take care of it, but he's not blowing Holly's cover. Like he's not being he's not being a complete yes. Like I thought, yeah, I thought he was going to. I forgot that he doesn't. Yeah, and like you and John like actually legitimately trying to save him, even though he's like a total asshat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he, but he can tell he's just like, oh, he's I know what he's trying to do, mm-hmm. and it's gonna get him killed. Like he's tr- he's trying to be a good guy in his own way, and he's not blowing Collie's cover. But like, but huh. dude, yikes! But dude, you need to just sit down and shut up and let John McClane <laughs> take out the trash. <laughs> take out that Euro trash. Woo! Woo! <laughs> so we cut from Holly trying to like everyone be cool. Like, where are my kids? I don't see them. And we cut to the kids. We're now so, like in a different office. Maybe they're like in a different floor, or whatever. Sure, because it's been l- much longer than five minutes. And so Lucy and Jack have a whispered conversation about like what's going on. Th- everything's going to, is daddy going to save us? Is daddy going to save mommy? Jack is just like, I don't, I think we're in trouble. And I don't, I think also think mom is going to leave us. Like he's, he's over all this. He's very angry with everybody. Yeah. Lucy still believes in like, you know, Santa and everything. And Jack's like, this is, we got, we're in trouble. This whole thing's in trouble, but we need to find our way downstairs. But yeah. Lucy's trying to be like, it's okay. Everything's going to be fine. And Jack says, I don't think everything's going to be fine, but we got to stick together because he's going to take care of his sister, but he still thinks like, stupid parents. Yeah. 
John's up on the roof. The shootout happens on the roof. Uh, and then the whole ele- elevator shaft thing happens where you fall, you know, with the gun, slides down, tries to grabs on the thing. But this time, he makes a comment of, how does Santa do all this? Then <laughs> yeah. um, John kills the two guys in the conference room. Uh, and Chris, there's more um, Christmas zingers he throws out. That's uh, when he gets the detonators. That's when he gets the detonators, and that's when he throws the, the guy out of the window onto the Carl Winslow's cop car. And he says, welcome, welcome to, to the Christmas party. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly right. And so... <laughs> there's a Christmas present for you. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Very easy. Yeah, it could have been, you know, yeah. welcome so, to the St. Paddy's Day party. <laughs> could be whatever. But it's Christmas. Happy Easter. <laughs> nope, it's Christmas. Enjoy your egg. Nope, Christmas. <laughs> it be whatever holiday you want. So uh, Carl Winslow asks, like, asks John, what do I call you? And then John looks down to his feet and he makes little fists with his feet and he goes, um, call me Prancer. Uh, that's good. Okay. Then Holly goes to confront Hans because that's when she goes in to be like, hey, there's a pregnant woman out here. We need a couch. Yeah. And she, So same basic thing happens, but she's also like, Looking, for, like, looking hey. for her kids. Like, hey. And, and, and of course, Hans, like, clocks, like, what are you looking for? Because he's not dumb. He noticed something's up. Yeah. Um, but Hans, like, oh, what's going on? Um, the FBI come in, they try to storm the building. There's more Christmas stuff for them. Uh, we terminology and, you know, BS, but they're trying to determine. Of course, they get, they're still stupid and bad, and they get, you know, they're uh, raffle stomped by the bad guys. Um, Alex comes in and negotiate. Cokie McGee comes in to negotiate. Um, His name is Alex? His name was Alex. Huh. They call him something else, though, don't they? You sure? Yeah. Okay. Name was Alex. The character's name is Harry Ellis, and he was played by Hart Bachner. Um, you know, so that didn't, of course, doesn't work because the same thing happens. Uh, Hans tells, you know, like he, Hans like, hey, Christmas is a time for miracles. Keep drilling. Trust me, a miracle is on its way. Um, and instead of, and then this, this is the part of the movie where they, they cut over the TV coverage. We're not doing that this, this time. All that time spent on the, the TV and the coverage of this thing is going to be spent with the kids getting through the building, heading down and dealing, you know, talking to each other, dealing with, you know, the Christmas season and like, you know. Gotcha. Yeah. So we're spending time with the McLean family trying to hold on to each other in the midst of all this because like they're dodging bad guys. Yeah. Lucy and Jack have to hide from bad guys as they're working their way down the building yeah. to Argyle. So they're, you know, hiding in a place and they're like, oh no, it's all tense. And then like a Christmas decoration goes off that like draws the bad guys' attention. So they wander off somewhere else and she, okay, we gotta keep going downstairs. Here we go, Lucy. Here we go. We can do this. Bah, 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 bah. Um, and then let's see what happens. Bah, bah, bah. So you can have like a little mini diehard adventure of like kids, like, you know, like doing yes. kids stuff, like Home Alone kind of vibe. The, yes, they they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. are they are just hiding. They're not killing anybody. I don't think they're <laughs> killing anybody, but I'm saying like they're like, you know, I don't I don't know. Anyways, uh, so going. okay, so then at this point, Hans is looking for the detonators, and he's out yeah. looking for them. He runs into John, pulls off the American accent. This time, though, when they have their conversation about stuff before John gives him the gun, mm-hmm. they actually talk about like family life and what you know this is a really bad christmas like yeah it is you know he's pulling out those the european cigarettes that he's like john that jack or that john noticed that he clocked it um but like they're talking about christmas and their families and yeah. hans is like you know my brother and i you know he, he's, he's basically telling the truth with that one small lie because well, he kind of does yes yeah so it's the, he's just but they're talking about their families how they used to have Christmas, like you know, as themselves as kids, and like what they were doing with the, with their families. So yeah. they actually kind of like bond as people before John gives him the empty gun. Yeah. So we get to know more about because Han said he was doing this for his brother, 
earlier. Remember, his brother's the one from Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah. It's Jeremy Irons in the yeah. third movie. So, you know, with foreknowledge, I'm sending up Jeremy Irons. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Um, Takes two words. My brother. Yeah, my brother. Easy. My brother, Jeremy Irons. Um, so then basically, <sighs> oh, and then, uh, so all the stuff happens, you know, Hans doesn't, you know, gets the clock, you know, gets the empty gun. And then the big guy shows up. It's like, you killed my brother earlier, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, shoot the glass. All the same stuff happens. John runs through the glass. He's bleeding now. And now he's, now he's um, in the uh, bathroom, you know, tying off his feet. Yeah. Tending to himself, talking to Carl Winslow. Mm-hmm. And this is when we get <coughs> Carl Winslow's backstory. I shot a kid. He did. On Christmas. Oh. It was Christmas afternoon. He shot a kid on Christmas because he had a gun. Or, you know, had a toy gun. I thought it was a gun. It was a stupid ray gun. And now I work at a desk. I hate Christmas because it reminds me of, of what I, the mistake that I made and all the Christmases this kid is never going to see. So he, uh, like, he yeah. does not like Christmas. This, yeah. is his, this is his worst day. Yeah, that's why he's working. So Because other people don't. Because he's like, I can't celebrate this day. Mm-hmm. I can't be home alone. I'd much, yeah. you know, much rather be you know, patrolling doing trying to, trying to make some type of amends doing, to do doing something, yeah. something good. The so there that's the, that's Carl Winslow's backstory, uh, and then the kids make it to the parking garage. Hooray, Argyle! Argyle, what is like? What's because Argyle remember has no clue as to what's going on because this time we're not doing any of the TV coverage, yep. so Argyle doesn't know what's going on. So the kids show up and tell him what's happening, but this time Huey Lewis caught the kids in the stairwell exiting into the parking garage. So Huey Lewis goes down to check out what's going on sees them in the in the limo, he goes, shoots Argyle, and takes the kids. You killed Argyle? Did I? Uh-oh. I don't know. He got shot. He goes, ah! And takes the kids. And they're like, Argyle, Argyle! And Jack's like, trying to, you know, he's like, no, no, no! I'm gonna hit the beast clear! So, you know, John's still up in the, uh, you know, the bathroom and he's talking, you know, he's t- still talking to Carl Winslow about like, you know, this is what's going on. And my, you know, the light, my, my kids are here. The, uh, my wife's here, all the stuff like this. The big guy shows up. They had that fight for the detonators. Yeah. John chokes them out. Whew. Uh, meanwhile, uh, if j- they're about to like send all of the, uh, hostages up to the roof. Mm-hmm. But that's when Huey Lewis shows up in the elevator with the kids and Holly's like, Oh, <gasps> And Hans puts it all together and is like, ah, you're who John was talking about. That makes sense. Turns the, the, the picture over. Yep, that's okay. You and them are staying with me. Everyone else goes to the roof. So uh, everything else pretty much happens the same. The tech guy now, because they already broke into the safe. They got everything out. Yeah. The tech guy is now downstairs trying to get out. And he's, you know, he's got the ambulance. And we see our guy be like, oh. you know, he's sees a guy like, no, rams into the guy with the limo. So Argyle is not dead, but he's hurt. Yeah. But he rams into the guy and screws you. Uh, the hostages go to the roof. Uh, John gets, you know, was able to get through everybody to the roof and like, get off the roof. They're going to blow up. The, I figured it out. They're going to blow up. Uh, what's going Who are you? Get off on the roof. <laughs> FBI shows up. Everyone gets off the roof. The FBI are, guys are dumb. Everything blows up. Uh, they he does a cool, you know, he does the cool stuff off the the with the when the coolest stunts from back in the day of tying off the uh, the oh hose. Yeah, that's so good. That was so cool. Yeah, I've never seen anything so like that. Good. You know, it's, it's so great. So good, man. Gets back into the building, uh, tapes the gun to the back of his neck, 
because you know, it was like because he can heal the walkie-talkie, and it's like uh, McLean, but you know, come up, you know, come on up. So this is the final confrontation. But this time now, we got Hans holding Holly, Huey Lewis holding the kids, and the gun taped to the back of his head. So he's still you know, the same thing. The kids are freaking out. Holly and John are trying to calm them down, and it's a very tense situation. And John and Hans lock eyes and kiss. Well, they're just kind of, they're like, they're just like seven feet apart. Yeah, maybe they, they maybe kiss a little bit with their eyes. How about okay. that? And then Hans turns to Huey Lewis and says, let them go. <clears throat> and then Huey Lewis is like, what? <clears throat> no. This is, ah, I see. Huey Lewis shoots Hans. No. Because remember, there's only two guys left at this point. Yeah. It's, it's Huey Lewis and Hans. Yeah. He's like, well, I can, and he's like, well, I can, well, we're, ba- we're done. Oh, okay. Oh, I can just now you're, I can shoot you now and get out of here myself with, with everything. John pulls the gun off from behind and shoots Huey Lewis. Okay. Huey Lewis dead. Why does Hans decide to let them go? Because they talked about their families earlier. Oh. Uh, and they had that moment of, we're okay. doing this for their families. All right. The spirit of Christmas changed Hans enough to not put John's kids in danger. Okay. Okay. I will give you bonus points for for the Christmas spirit affecting the person that I didn't think it would. Hans starts to fall out the window with Holly. John goes out. Now Holly's not all the way out because in the in the original she's like she's all the way out and he's hanging onto the wrist, right? Yeah. Holly's not all the way out, but Hans is all the way out, like holding on to Holly. But John goes to grab Holly, who's halfway out the window. And the kids run and grab his legs. Daddy, 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 don't go, dad. Don't go, dad. So the McLeans are all working together to save John and Holly. They're able to pull Holly back in enough so she's now, you know, mostly up as well. And then John and Hans lock eyes again and says, I'm not a monster. I would have never hurt your kids. And John goes, yeah, I know you wouldn't have. And reaches out, grabs Hans's hand, and pulls him back into the building. Oh, that's beautiful. Because... John was also changed by the spirit of Christmas because <laughs> even though he killed all these people, he knew he was doing this for his family. Yeah. And he let his kid, he was trying to save his kids. Yeah. So the McLean, Hans pulls, gets pulled into the building the McLean's all hug. It's really nice. And Hans just kind of slumps against the wall. Like, well, I almost got, he's like, can I get away? I'm not, I can't get away. It's because all the, at this point, all the people have like rushed out of the building. He's like, get, he's like, he's like, get off the roof and get out of here. Yeah. And they, they, they were scampered all the way down. And it, I think before like the final scene or fi- the final, you know, Mexican uh, gun standoff happened, we saw people flowing out of the building and we saw the police and the FBI like starting to move towards the building. Yeah. So the McLeans are hugging. Hans is against the wall. Um, just kind of like, oh boy, this, well, this, oh, I, I almost pulled it off. This, this sucks. And all of a sudden you hear a gun cock. And everyone turns, and it's the big blonde guy who was hanging. Yeah. Who wasn't dead. And then John's like, goes to cover his family. And Hans is like, wait, you don't. And then all of a sudden, boom, big explosion, big gunshot happens. And John's like, we turn around. Carl Winslow. Yeah, man. Shoots the big guy. And he, the guy turns like, Rah! and he's like, boom, 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 boom. Just shoots the whole, empties the whole revolver in the guy. He shot like, a kid. <laughs> <laughs> And the guy just stumbles back and is just, but rage is like, no, you got my brother. One last shot. And the big guy is the one who falls out of the window 
and has that stunt I all see. the way down. Because you got to have the iconic fall. We got to have the iconic fall. And then Carl Winslow and John Hug, John yeah, Hug's his family. They get out of the building. There's Argyle. You know he's wound. You know he's he's bleeding. He's patched up. He's like, I'll take you guys home now. I mean, you should get to the hospital. It's like, ah, I'm okay. I'll get you guys to this place. Then then maybe I'll go to the hospital. And then I'll go to the hospital. Yeah. Then Christmas Carol music starts playing. The credits roll. That's nice. Die Hard, a Christmas movie. Georgia. No, no, Georgia. L- <laughs> L- L.A. <laughs> but yes, I don't know. Right? That's very good. I like that. That's a little bit more festive. Just a little bit. Again, you remember, it didn't need to change much. Just, just the kids are around. A little bit more talk of this Christmas season and just the fact that Hans was doing it for his brother and his family because they were getting shafted. They didn't. The company screwed them, so they're going to screw the company back. Yeah. Just a couple small details. Absolutely. Mine? Yes. So, ha- I... Mm-hmm. Okay. How, how are you going to fix Whereas, this? How are you going to okay. change this? I, I amp up the Christmas to about a hundred. Okay. okay. Here is my fix. All right. Making Die Hard a Christmas movie. Um, we open up in the, the exact same way that we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, John McClane is getting off of a plane. Uh, the only change is that the only change is that the guy says, uh, "Oh, if you need to like get rid of the jet lag, you take off your shoes and your socks and your pants, and your pants." And he's like, "So I'm just like walking around in my in my boxer shorts." Is like, "Yeah, but like you're in your hotel room, but like it's just you know, and you you, you just make scrunch with you make a little fist with your feet." It feels good. You I mean, know, I, I also had a, a similar idea of maybe doing what you're about to do in mine. <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I don't need to. It's now, fine. Okay. Keep going, though. So John McClane, he meets up with Argyle, uh, and they're riding in the limousine. Sure. He's got the big bear. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to uh, meet his he's going to meet his wife at the at Nakatomi Plaza. Mm-hmm. Now, a couple of things that have changed about this. Nakatomi is a toy company and for this it's the Nakatomi Toy Company. Sure. And it's their world headquarters yeah. that they just moved to. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They're, uh, they're like, oh, they just moved to LA. Yeah, they were a lot, they were up north, a lot farther up north. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like Japan, right? Yeah, but like northern, northern Japan. Japan. Yeah, the, the tippy top of that island. Yep, uh, yep, but yep. like, it's like this new fancy building, and Argyle tells them, like, oh, yeah, and they like light it up during, during the Christmas time. He's like, it's like all red and uh, red and white. He's like, it looks like the North Pole up there. It's crazy. And the, it, like, it looks like a giant candy can. Like, it's the North Pole. And uh, But as they're driving, uh, we find out... Uh, we develop Argyle a little bit more. Like, look, oh, okay. I love Argyle. But, like, you know, what we find out from uh, John and Argyle's conversation is about, like... You had, like, their conversation sets up, like, where John is at in his marriage and sure. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's it's actually very well done. But we also learn from Argyle... Um, when we find out, when Argyle finds out that John is a cop, he gets a little nervous Mm -hmm. and John's like, oh, like you, have you done some time or anything? And we find out that Argyle, like, he's like, yeah, I got picked up for something. I was like young and stupid. And like, I'm trying to get my life back on track. Like, he's like, I just got this job. I just got out a little while ago. And, uh, he's like, I'm just like, I'm just so excited. Like, I haven't been home for Christmas in a really long time. And I get to show up to my mom's house for Christmas in a limousine. He's like, I may be driving it, but I get to show up in a limousine. Isn't that cool? And, then, and John's like, Yeah, man, yeah. And like they they hit it off, obviously. Sure, and like yeah. 
I love the shot of the bear in the back. Um, it's so good. Uh, so they get to, they get to Nakatomi, uh, and John takes the bear with him this time. Okay. Um, and Argyle's like, uh, and this is Christmas Eve. I'm, yes. I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, so it's a Christmas Eve party. Like Argyle's like, hey man, like I'll wait down here. Uh, you're my last fare of the day, so like it, you need to go wherever you need to go. And he's like, oh, I want to make sure you get it for Christmas. He's like, that's tomorrow morning. Like, don't even worry about it. Great, great, great. John gets up uh, to the party, and uh, it's it's a lot. It's, it's a toy company. Yes, it's a little bit ornate. The Christmas party is like all the de- the Christmas decorations are up to a thousand. Sure, like it's nuts. Uh huh. And uh, John gets there and has all his conversations uh, with Holly and like trying to figure it out. But then uh, someone like peeks in the room and is like, uh, "Mr. Nakatomi's here," or uh, "Mr. Takagi's here." Like uh, he's doing his whole Santa thing and they're like, and they're like, Oh, and Holly's like, Mr. Mr. Takagi does, he does Santa every year. And it's like, he has like the best outfit. He looks almost just like Santa. It's awesome. We learned like it's the best, but, uh, we see, uh, like throughout all this, like John is like kind of like not on board and we kind of like yeah. find out um, like through his conversation for Argyle as well. that He's just kind of like ah, Christmas, like whatever. Yeah. Like I brought this bear. Like, I guess this is enough. And uh, Holly introduces John to Mr. Takagi, who's like in the full Santa getup. Yeah. He's like, hey, he's and he is a delight. Of course he is. And he sees the he's bear. He's very jolly. He was, he, he was jolly. He, yeah. He's a jolly guy. He's yeah. been drinking a little bit. His, sure. His nose yeah, yeah, is his nose a little red. red. Yeah. 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 Um, and he, and he sees the bear that John brought and he's like, we didn't make that bear. You can't bring your kids something we didn't make here. He's like, this is our brand new facilities. He's like, he's like, at all these different floors are all these different toy shops and all the stuff. We make everything here. That's one of the most amazing things about the new Nakatomi Plaza. Like we make all the toys in house. Like, come on, I'll, I'll show you, I'll show you all the new places. Sure. Uh, and, uh, as we like, are walking through the toy like we're we're basically establishing like all the different like toy yes, shops exactly yep and all the yep. different other mm-hmm. floors so everyone knows um, what happens later yeah and uh, it's uh, uh, through and, and it's Mr Takagi just kind of like holding court and just like giving like presents like toys to John to like and he's just got his arms full of toys um and John's the whole time is like oh, all right all right yeah. he's like well it looks like you know he kind of. It seems like you know you guys uh, really do do well here, huh? And uh, and Mr. Tagagi like takes him in. and He's like, I sense. He's like, yes, it's all it's very ornate. It's this is all a lot, but he's like, you know, my father st- like my grandfather started this company, and he always said, um, he he just he uh, he started this company with just the two bits in his pocket, and he's like, I he's like at the. Uh, I've always run, tried to run this company with that knowledge and knowing that like, if we, you know, whenever, whatever I'm, whatever I need, I just need to just remember those two bits in my pocket. Like it, you know, it, we can start, you know, it, there's hope. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Um, John's like, all right, all whatever. Right, yeah. They go back mm-hmm. up and he puts all the presents like in, in uh, Holly's office. Um, and then from there, it's I, I think it's the exact same because there's nothing to change. They they take over that office pretty effectively. Yeah. Huey Lewis is like, well, this is my chair now. Yeah. I'm not the security <laughs> guy. 
Um, Time and to so, watch the football game. Yeah, but. they take over, um, and uh, John obviously like kind of scatters up, and then they take uh, Mister Tagagi up to like the penthouse floor, mm-hmm. and you can tell that it's all. It's like a collection of all like ornate, like old toys and stuff. Like it's a kind of a history of all the stuff they've made. Sure, there. yeah. And it's the same interrogation scene. Uh, uh, but uh, the whole time Hans is trying to get the code for the safe, mm-hmm. and Mister Takagi is just like, I don't think you understand. I don't think you know what's in the safe. I don't think you know what's in there. And Hans is like, Oh, I know. Ex- I know exactly what I'm here looking for. Like we're here to get rich. And he's like, I don't, that's not at all, okay, I don't, I can't give you the code. I don't have it here. Um, And I think as he's saying that, he clocks John. Like, Takagi. Takagi clocks John. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he's just like, I can't give you the code. I don't have it. And he winks at John mm-hmm. and just get, and gets wasted. But as he's shot... He disappears. Oh my! He Obi Wan. Yeah, he totally Obi Wan. Yeah, one with the Force. Like he shoot, he gets shot and goes down, and like they're like trying to figure out what the next steps are, and they look down and like there's no body; it's just clothes. He got right, yeah. And they're like Christmas raptured. They're like we don't have time to th- for this. Like we need to move into Plan B. Like I don't know. That's not. But Hans Hans is like, that's fine. Like he's so unfa- everyone else is is like freaked, but he's unfazed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're like, well, yeah, we got to get into the safe and get all this cash. Um, and so after they all leave that room, uh, John runs in to try and like figure out like if there's if he can save Mister Takagi or anything like that. But he realizes he's not wearing pants or shoes or socks, and so he looks down at the 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 clothes. <laughs> That uh, George just left there, and he he puts on Mister Takagi's like yes. Santa Santa yeah. pants, uh-huh. yes, and like puts the uh, the suspenders on, but like doesn't he doesn't put on the coat? It's like no, too, it's too be, hot. Yeah, uh, but then he tries to put on his shoes and socks, but realizes they don't fit because uh, he's like ah, he's yeah. he's, he's running around with Santa pants on. Yeah. yeah, he puts the Santa pants yeah. on, um, and then a good amount of uh, the action up until this point, like after this, mm-hmm. is very similar. But you're, they are fighting through, uh, like, toy, toy shops. Yeah. And so there's a lot more, like, kind of Home Alone toy... Sh- toy uh, John still has his gun, right? Oh, yeah. They're still... Oh, this okay. is still an action movie. They're yeah, okay. still... They wasted Mr. Takagi. They shot that dude in the head. Like, this is still an action movie. Wink. Uh, oh, the eye explodes, um, yeah. And so, yeah, eventually, uh, <laughs> John, uh, he gets to a point where uh he's on the roof he uh, he's like uh he gets the attention of the police and uh you know mr winslow shows up <laughs> he'll always uh, you know yes he's carl Reginald winslow Bell yeah. johnson uh shows up and then uh he gets the detonators and he's talking to him on the mic the whole time and uh throughout their conversation uh we find out that um, when uh, Reginald Vell Johnson tells him about uh, shooting uh, shooting the kid, mm-hmm. similar similar thing, but they're talking about like, oh, like what are you doing for Christmas? Blah blah blah. And Reginald Vell Johnson is like, oh, like, um, 
yeah, I don't know if I'm getting anything for Christmas this year. I don't think I'll probably get anything for Christmas ever again. And and uh, John's like, what does that even mean? He's like, oh, I'm, he's like, I'm on the naughty list. And John's like, okay, like he has like, yeah, I shot a kid. I didn't mean to. It was an accident. But like, I don't, I don't think, I think Christmas is just something I don't get to do anymore. And yeah. as John's like, oh, that's, I mean, that's, that's dark, really dude. sad, yeah. man. He's like, I'm having a kid, and like, I just, you know. Hopefully, like it'll just be a it'll be a new dawn for him, and that's like all well and good. Um, and uh, so at, eventually, like he gets the detonators. Like, sure, look, yeah. a lot of the action we don't you know what I nope. need we don't need to fix. No, nope, not at all. So good, all the crawling around. Uh, I loved that chimney line. Like that, that I'm totally stealing that. Like, how does like I'm moving around in a chimney? This is stupid. This is so stupid. Um. And uh, the conversation when Hans goes up to get, um, when Hans goes up to get the detonators from John, right, and pretends to be, I think they have a very similar conversation to what you were talking about. Um, but it eventually comes to a head where they just start talking about each other as like their their favorite Christmas. Sure, yeah. And it's like, oh, like you know, like what what was that one thing you wanted for Christmas you never got, right? And Hans is like, oh, you know, I, he's like, it sounds stupid. And I know I'm from Germany. Um, but there was always like the, 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 the old, the old school GI Joe. Um, I always, I always wanted a, a, a GI Joe and I never got one. John's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I never, I never got one of those either. The, the 12 inch. Yeah. yeah, yeah he was like, yeah, those were so cool huge, with, the, yeah. with the motorcycle, with the sidecar. And they're like kind of riffing about it. And then, yeah, he hands him the gun without the bullet in it. Um, and then, uh, eventually, yeah, it all comes to a head and he gets the detonators back and sets the plan in motion and they finally get into the vault. Yes. And the FBI drops the, um, the power drops the power. They get in and all of the people that they're there to steal with Hans, uh, are, they open up the vault and there's it's there's nothing uh there's like no uh money or anything in right. there there's thing like there's just one big book just sitting in the middle of the room yep and they're like where's all the money and he's like it's in the book he's like we take the book we're we'll be rich we'll be rich forever like we can sell that book to the highest bidder we're set and they're like okay uh, yep yeah. mhm um, and it, it comes to find out that, um, Hans like sits down with it and opens it up and it's just names and yep. it's just naughty or nice, right. naughty yep. or nice, mm-hmm. naughty or nice. And Hans is just asking them what their names are and he's just Put, scratching out mm-hmm. naughty and putting nice. Yep. The list has power, man. And he's like, oh, this is, this is the list. Like We'll we'll be nice forever, and Santa will take extraordinarily good care of us. And if anyone wants to get on the nice list, they can just pay, pay us, us pay us a hundred thousand dollars. And they're like, okay. And he's like, oh, you didn't you don't you didn't think Santa was real, did you? And they're like, no. He's like, yeah, it's a long story. Um, uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> I'm feeling an ace up your sleeve, sir. Um, and no, no, it's, uh, he closes the book and then they go, they go to make their escape. Um, and, 
uh, Argyle like kind of gets word of uh, what I think in this Argyle gets word of what's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, he has to make a decision in the moment to either stop this guy in the ambulance Mm -hmm. and then like basically ruin his, because every time we check back with Argyle, he's like, I got to be home for Christmas. Like, I'm stuck in this building. Oh, no. Like, my Christmas is ruined. And he has to make the decision to give up being making it home for Christmas, home for Christmas in style, like mm-hmm. in his limousine. Right. In order to help help his friends mm-hmm. and stop. And, uh, like, so he inevitably, like, makes that choice. He's like, Argyle, like, you're going to, like, you can't lose this job. Like, you can't, you're, you're not going to show up to your mom's house in a busted limousine. He's like... Oh, okay, we gotta do what we gotta do. Like Merry Christmas, and it just smashes it in. Merry Christmas, John. Yeah, Merry, Christ- yeah, Merry Christmas, John. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I just killed a guy. <laughs> did he die? Wait, did the tech guy die? <laughs> no, no, he just got knocked out. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, no, he definitely didn't die. Um, a little baby crunch, and then uh, side crunch. It's the final confrontation, right? Uh, between oh. Oh, I forgot one big part. Yeah. Uh, the the scene where they break all the glass. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. in the Christmas tree room, and it's all Christmas ornaments. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot uh, the trees. Shoot the trees. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it comes down to the, the final hallway. Over the place. Huey Lewis, Holly. We've got, um, we got our guy and, uh, old Hans Gruber and, uh, uh, there's the the hall the, the second in the hall like the hallway and then mm-hmm. we get a flashback to Mr. Takagi being like, you know, I just always knew there was just that I always just keep those two sixpence in my pocket. Um and as he that he has that flashback, like he can you can he can just like feel something in his pocket. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, Hans, I have something for you. And and he's like, slow down, McLean. And he put like he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a G.I. Joe. Joe. Yeah. And the, other, and the other pocket's got that sidecar. I don't know how, I don't know how it came yeah, out. But I don't. Uh, Merry Christmas, buddy. And throws him to him. And uh, as, uh, like, as he is, uh, like, tries to catch it and reach back, uh, he drops the book and then falls out the window and goes, ah, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. Just like that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Huey Lewis uh, surrenders. Oh, okay. And uh, Holly and John uh, smile and kiss. And she was just like, uh, she was like, I didn't know what I wanted for Christmas, but I, but this, I guess this is it. And they kiss. And uh, then they go downstairs and uh, they 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 look through the book. Sure. And uh, and John just suddenly he's like, oh yeah, we need to see you change back to this and this and this. I could probably check it twice though. Uh, and Holly goes, looks at him, and she goes, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they they go down and <laughs> um, meet up with Reginald Vell Johnson. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, they have, you know, all the stuff's wrapping up. Sure, yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the, the old guy, the, the bad guy comes out, and, uh-huh. and he shoots him. Sure, yeah. And then they have a private moment mm-hmm. where uh, John's like, "Hey, I want to show you something," yeah. and flips it to his name, and mm-hmm. it's just like, "I think you're like you're not on the naughty list, but like you need to give yourself a break, like you're doing the best you can." Yeah. 
And then they're like, thanks, bud. Like, and then they hug. Yeah. Um, and then that's kind of the end of the movie. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> post-credit sequence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Post-credit sequence. We hear uh, we hear uh, sleigh bells. Yeah. And <laughs> and a sleigh uh, land on the roof mm-hmm. of a house in in you know South Central LA. Mm-hmm. And then uh, <laughs> and then suddenly take off. And then there's a ring at the door. And and an old an old woman opens the door to see a sleigh flying by in the background, but Argyle's being like, <laughs> "Hey, mom, sorry, I, I'm here. I'm here for Christmas. I, I came in a real cool ride, and it's just like, ho ho ho, Merry Christmas, and it's John McClane. Yeah, I know. <laughs> John, John McClane is Santa. Santa Cla- yeah, he got Santa Claus. <laughs> John McClane got Santa Claus. Yeah, and that's who falls off the roof to make Tim Allen the Santa Claus in the nineties. Oh yeah, but what happens in Die Hard two then? Because it just it makes a. Is there any more Die Hard sequels after that, or is it just? Yeah, and they're all they're all Christmas related. Okay, look if they're gonna be if this is a Christmas movie, then they all got to be Christmas movies. Okay, sure. Yeah, just wanted just wanted to make sure. Ho ho ho! Now I have a machine gun. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas. And the, and the lesson you learn is um, if you find if uh, don't try pants on from somebody who just got raptured. <laughs> They're probably cursed. He pants. put the pants on. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My thought was it was going to be like someone's Santa outfit that was in Holly's uh, office that he would have changed into because he didn't have something comfortable or got something got spilled on it that he would. Mine would no, not have. Mr. Mine, Takagi mine, was yeah. Santa. Yeah. Mine, yeah, 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 yeah. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so mad? Because you Santa Claus, John McClane. Yeah, I told you I was going to lean into the Christmas one, magic of it. One of, of the it. best action heroes of all times, yeah, and man. you Santa claus him. Yeah, man. <laughs> now it's a Christmas movie. Is it better? No, it's not. <laughs> Die Hard's a perfect movie, but if you need to make it a Christmas movie, we can do that. <laughs> when people say it's a Christmas movie, I'm like, you're taking away from it like the, how good that movie is. Okay. Just saying. Sure. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. Gun- gunshots when he does it? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It's John McClane. You can't. Yeah. You, you put the Santa in McClane, but you can't take the McClane out of Santa. Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. Scott Calvin. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> I think we did it. I think we did do it. We made Die Hard a Christmas movie. And how? We still have to see A Violent Night, by the way, which oh, I is know. apparently which, a Die Hard Christmas movie. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I really want to see that film. I really, really do. Oh, my gosh. But we, 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 we're going to go office Christmas party. Office night. Christmas party. And hopefully our office Christmas party doesn't get hijacked by a bunch of German terrorists. I sure hope not. <laughs> we don't have a lot to give them. We really don't. <laughs> I don't even have a safe. We should get a safe. Ooh, we, Ooh. like a man-sized safe? A man-sized safe. So we can lock Brian in there <laughs> and never let him out. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> that's what our episode, you guys. If you, Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you are uh, ingesting this podcast in any of the uh, 
the audio spaces from uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all and all above. If you wouldn't mind just leaving us a quick review, if you had a nice time with the show today, uh, leave us five stars. Maybe uh, leave us uh, what other holiday movies we should uh, fix into non-holiday movies, or make maybe make we could make Warren Pete. We could make. Uh, the, I'm not the, reading Toysievsky because I can't <laughs> even pronounce the name correctly. <laughs> You know, just to let us know. Just say hi in the comments. You can do whatever you want. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you so much. If you wouldn't mind doing all the YouTube things that you know to do, like, subscribe, hit the bell, do that YouTube that you do so well. It does. It's a huge help. Uh, mm-hmm. We love making this show, and we love that you listen to it. And uh, as we end every episode, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. It's the slow, sharpened candy cane that you never see coming. <laughs> ho, 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 Mr. Takagi. <laughs> Wink. We are recording in all, Great. all three, four of the places. Just double checking. Just right double checking. Just double checking. Just all right. double checking. If, and remember, if, if you ever get kidnapped, Jay, you don't want to go to the second location. Fight like hell to stay where you are.